We are now live. We're evening. We're evening. We're evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> what a great, man. great start. That was a mixture of we're live and good evening. That's a bit like a big bang moment. Yes. So we are at home with the fishers. Oh, I've not changed the episode. That should read episode 11, um, starring Kristen Nicole Fisher and our special guest, da, 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 Dave the Wood Barber. Hi, Dave. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Chris. Hello, Nicola. Hello, everybody else. How are Hi, you, Dave? Mate? Yeah, not bad, buddy. Thank you. Um, Good health to you, man. <laughs> in it, mate. In it. It's not water at all. It's a gin and tonic. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that was sneaky. Um, <sighs> right then. So let's say hello to everybody um, who's who's been here. We've been watching your uh, comments coming through. Um, so we've got Wood Turning Live with Steve Twydale. Now that's a new name. Um, Very impressive. Yeah. Good sounds, evening, Wood Turning Live. Sounds permanent. <laughs> Uh, we've got Wayne the Wood Turner. Hello, Wayne. Um, T plus G making. Hi, guys. Eddie Billiards. Hi, Eddie. Uh, Dave the Wood Barber. Hi, Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, Leo Clay. Hi, Leona. Uh, Wayne Bigfoot Woodcraft. Hippie Noodle. Ooh. Knotted Pumpkin. Nice. That's a new name, I think. Um, and I think, is that everybody? I think I've got oh, the blue light turner creating shavings since 2016. Got to get a shorter name. <laughs> yeah, I do that deliberately. Right then. So welcome, Dave. Um, so uh, you're on our Make a Monday segment and we're delighted to have you here. Um, so, oh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just I'll tell you a bit about <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to start doing this. We've, we've done a bit of research on you, my friend. So uh, Nick was going to give uh, the uh, the listeners yes. a little bit of uh, info about you. So, so um, Dave the Wood Barber, he has um, a YouTube channel. So do go and follow him and subscribe. Um, he's also on Instagram. Um, I'm guessing you're probably also on Facebook as well. We probably follow you on Facebook. Uh, yeah, but that's just my name. It's not um, Dave the Wood Barber. That's just okay. Dave North. Okay. Right, okay. Um, it says on your YouTube that you're fairly new to wood turning. Um, you're saving for a new shed or workshop. So um, Dave has a GoFundMe campaign. So you could pitch in and help him buy his new shed. Um, I've been looking at some of the things that you've been making and um, I noticed a nice piece that you've done with some Milliput inlays as well. Okay. Uh, and some segmented um, pieces. And you very kindly made for us um, a lovely pen and a goblet for Chris, which is over on our, me? yeah, it's over on our um, shelves over there. Um, and I thought you got a very cool logo as well. I like your logo. A lot of people don't. <laughs> Do they not? Oh, I thought cool. Uh, it's too complex for what I am. For like people that actually want to um, do something from a bit. Um, like, for example, like I had um, a wonderful mirror made from Leona. Um, yeah. Leona Faye Woodward turning. Uh, she found it very complex and uh, quite hard to do. Right. Um, and uh, the original one was done by my friend who does the um, who does my tattoos. And yeah. he um, he spent five minutes, but I had... Um, Matt Hass actually do the one where simplified and also complex. So never, so now I've got two versions of it now, which is better. Right. Mm. Oh, I thought it was quite cool. I quite liked it. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was. I liked it because it's got the the barber's poles on, and yeah. Well, you cool. see, that's no one's described it to me. Dave, describe it to the blind man. <laughs> okay, if you um, that's, if the, you... that's the wife. <laughs> to the blind man. Go on, carry on. It's it's like um it's not exactly a circle. It's more of an oval shape, but from top to bottom in the, the lens size. Um, and you have um a log facing towards where you can see the grain, mm -hmm. and you have um two axes um in between of the log, mm -hmm. like um crossing over the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like um diagonal rather than horizontal or vertical. It's diagonal, mm -hmm. and Either side of that, you've got a barber's pole, <laughs> excuse me, and then there's a bit of um, like foliage leaves coming to the, the bottom and mm -hmm. the top, 
and you have um, the wood barber um, top and bottom. And the actual logo itself. Right. It's very nice. Didn't like sound it. complex at all. I it like sounded, it. It's it nice. pretty. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah. Um. So we've got a series of questions that we like to ask our um, podcast guests. So um, the first question is, why do you make? Why do I make? The reason why I make is because it drags me out of the black hole. Um, I do suffer with depression quite often and um, it does drag me out of that hole where it gives me a sense of purpose. Um, mm. I don't exactly necessarily make for myself or anything. It's more if I find somebody that wants something made, I'll do it for them. Mm. Um, or if they ask me, can you make this? I'll do it for them. Um, which brings me out the, the the thing of where if I make it for myself, it'll just be a case of, well, oh, I can't be bothered, I'll do it again like some other day. But whereas if it's for somebody, I've got more of a get-go and just go and do it. Mm. So, yeah, it does bring me out of the black hole. I think there's, well, quite a few people say that sort of thing, don't we? That well, again, it's a bit, it's a bit of a recurring theme, Yeah, uh, you know, that people... Uh, with some let's let's just say they've got some life issues whether that's mentally or physically it's a recurring theme that people with life issues uh, are, are finding uh, therapy and uh, inspiration in their workshops sheds garages whatever you know so Dave is another one yeah that's uh, you know suffers with uh, depression and has some pretty dark times because of it but you know he's he's making he's helping him to uh tick along yeah. you know so it's again again it's you know it's a wonderful thing getting into your workshop and getting in the zone yeah uh, do you know uh when when you're sort of like cutting hair and things is it a similar sort of uh place you go to you know like being a maker and because I suppose, you know, it's that creativity, that creativity it? and artistry, you know, because. Uh, uh, I don't think barbering, no, it bores me. I've been doing it for 24 years. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I won't say bores me, but it's, although it's not the same thing over and over again, because each client's different, um, you know, the conversation's different, their mindset's completely different. Uh, but I'd say it's more or less um, a thing where I'm used to it. So it doesn't put me into another zone or take me out of one or anything. Um, I'd rather not do it, really, to be honest, But which is quite hard to do it a lot of times now because I've got the symptoms of um, carpal tunnel in both of my hands, but I've not got carpal tunnel. The doctors don't know what it is. Mm. So they, they just think it's uh, something to do with the um, like neural that's affecting the uh, nerves to not being able to feel in the uh, thumb and three fingers. So, But, yeah, it's, um, it's not really... It's not really good a good thing of like doing barbering all the time so i'd rather do i'd rather make a mess out of wood rather than make a mess <laughs> of wood. Uh, so yeah cool um so what has the maker community given you what has it been like being part of that bigger community uh it's again it's given me a purpose it's given me um it's given me life it's given me something to look forward to um, I mean, there's so many people without mentioning names because it, it just it just go on and on and on forever. Um, who I do who do inspire me, even from the um, smaller people to the larger people, um, they do inspire me a hell of a lot with everything that I do, and um, it just gives me a life and a sense of purpose really to do something. Mm. So um, we saw you at Maker Central. Um, what did you think about Maker Central? Did you go last year or was this the first time you'd been? <coughs> Excuse me. No, I went last year. Uh, this year was, in my opinion, was far better because not not only because it was bigger, but because I knew more people and more, more people yeah. knew me. Yeah. And um, last year, I mean, I, I, I am a shy, a shy person. I am really, really shy in that sense. And um, if, um, if I don't know a person, I couldn't approach them and speak to them. It'd be a case of where I'd rather just stand there and hope that they'd make eye contact so without going, oh, hiya. But uh, no, it's, um, it's a damn sight better than what it was last year. Um, I really did enjoy it. I really yeah. did enjoy it. 
yeah yeah so obviously yeah because you are you, you uh you're better known now in the community does does it lift your spirits it i mean it's a bit of a daft question and to me it's a no-brainer but you know when people go oh hi dave and you know how you doing mate and you know oh yeah we've watched your channel and uh you know it's that that make a community again helping and supporting each other you know uh now that you know you are getting well known and you've been there both years does that give you a lift knowing that you know lots of people now uh are beginning to watch you and you know you, your i mean let's call it your fan base is steadily growing surely mm -hmm. that must give you a lift too to know that you know you've got friends all around the world now it does in a sense but i see it i'd rather it be where i was in front of the person mm. rather than having a camera set up and me being on video me um returning being on video or me welding or whatever it is mm -hmm. be on video i'd rather be there so crash so i can communicate and interact face to face rather than over a screen um and it's like i went to see her when the wood turner which was great but it's always a thing of where whenever i go somewhere and now i just, I just don't even want to come home it's a case of where i just want to be there and just enjoy the time and then you yeah. know because once i'm home they're no longer there so yeah so with that with that being said it could demonstrating be in your future do you think would you like to do it uh i probably saw my pants um but <laughs> i'm not gonna say no um mm. but at the moment i i wouldn't say i'm mindset into doing demos yet so no, that's cool, but it's just, you know, if you want that interaction and let's get rid of that video camera. Yeah. You know, right. it's certainly it's certainly something for you to, you know, carry on uh practicing your art form, you know, whenever you can, and you know, uh perfecting your skills, getting your own unique and style. You know, you come across to me, I know you said you know you're a bit shy and things like that, but you definitely come across to me as a very likable bit of a cheeky you know mank which is you know me i think it's <laughs> into us you know from this part of the world isn't it you know and i know you've moved up north now but uh i i think you, you've got you've got some great energy there and you can hear it so i think uh yeah maybe not now but in the future i think you've you've got you've got the uh the patter you've got the and the, the personality and the personality yeah. you know so you know that's fine if you're thinking well my skills <laughs> just need to progress a bit that's cool but i think you'd you'd make a very engaging entertaining uh demonstrator in the future <laughs> well that's what people feel the same thing about you <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take some nappies with me anyway for the first few times i think and a few of the um Pseudocrem and lavender wipes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I take my pseudocrem everywhere I go. <laughs> and a packet of Imodium. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just... No, I don't. <laughs> I Imodium every time. That's, that's not nerves or anxiety. I genuinely do not suffer with nerves or anxiety when I'm turning. It's... Uh, oh, we're going into some... <laughs> going into something <laughs> but i i uh oh what's the terminology my mum said when i was a kid oh yeah chris he doesn't half suffer with loose bowels right so i've always i've always been prone to poop from being four or five i hope you're all enjoying this so well no we're with friends who cares so yeah i've always i've always liked to poop a lot so it's not the emodium is just to stop me saying, sorry, folks, I've got to go to the toilet. Not for nerve, but because my body <laughs> likes to poop a lot. Yeah. So, you know, that thing where it's the one thing that the public don't know about you. There you go. I've just said, I poop a lot. <laughs> yeah, we get through Lou roll like. No, tomorrow. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's, uh, it's nothing to do. I genuinely love demonstrating and I have such a laugh. <laughs> public speaking, I suffer with no nerves at all. It's just, I, I've, yeah, I like to poop a lot. So <laughs> we genuinely do take emotion with me. Just to, just to stop me having to go away to the toilet. Anyway, Dave, how are you, mate? <laughs> really good now, isn't he? 
Yeah. There you go. I bet he's thinking, yeah. Yeah, hilarious. Any comment? Several. Yeah. <laughs> JP Woodwork is emoji slang for gin, Chris. Uh, yeah. T plus G making, does that mean Chris is full of it? <laughs> oh, yes. Much. Yes, and then some. Yeah. Uh, Leona Fay, too much info there, Chris. We're friends. We can talk about things. It's good to get it off your chest. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to have a swig of Imodium. Um, so, tell us, uh, Wagger says this is a poo conversation. I know it's Hello. terrible. Yeah. Um, what sort of things do you love to I make? <laughs> what do I love to make? Anything and everything. Um, Answer. It's, I always throw myself in the deep end. Um, I never do anything like her, you know, quite easy. Um, I mean, I know JP's in the chat, but it's I, I never do anything with a scroll saw just to make a little thing, to put on a little thing. It's always got to be something big where I always have a feeling where I might not be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So, which to me, it keeps me going and it keeps me um, intrigued on what it would look like if I do do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just anything that's, um, in my opinion, complex um, and quite tough to see the end result so yeah just anything, anything that's hard whether it be metal wood or anything yeah, yeah. even okay. crocheting i like crocheting as well i, I love that I, I saw that on your instagram that's so what sort of things do you make um not a lot um, i'm still making the uh, blanket that, that i was making for my friend who lives in uh, north carolina so um that's going to be like huge i mean now it's like four foot by about two foot the minute so that's mm -hmm. going to increase and increase for his um his newborn son. Well, newborn son is about three months old now. Yeah. Right. Okay. So hopefully we'll get it by Christmas when the weather goes a bit cold. <laughs> there, <laughs> that's really cool. That's really cool. It is. So what what other projects have you got on the go at the minute? Um, I've just finished one, which was the um the green lantern emblem. But it's um, more of like, you know, um, it was my very first sphere. Um, I used green resin and done, turned the um, the base and the top and put like a little thing where I just put a handle on it. And I drilled in the bottom, put um, a white LED, and it now lights up where the, the actual green lights up like the green lantern does. Cool. So I just made that. Um, other than that, um, I've got... A small urn that I need to make for one of the people who live in, the, in one of the villages near near here because um, her son passed away and um, I made like a bowl for him. Mm -hmm. But it was um, it was more of like a well, it was, it was a charity piece from me, but to them it was a lot more because they paid I think it was like eighty pound in raffle tickets to make sure they actually won this um, bowl. Right. Um, so luckily his mum and dad won it, so it's a case of where. When I spoke to him, they asked me to engrave it, but I don't have time to engrave it, so I had to um, hand it back to him. Well, I didn't have to, but I chose to hand it back to him, so they got it still. And yeah. then when I get a chance to engrave it, and then I was having a conversation with her, and um, there was um, a bit of a, a bit of a conversation about his ashes, where his girlfriend was being a bit um, funny over it. You know, she wanted all the ashes mm. um, in a pot. And so I said, "Well, what I can do, I'll make you a small urn, and then you can put some ashes in there, so it's still with you." So. That brought brought out the uh, tears and everything. So yeah, so that's me next project that I'll be over doing. Right, right, cool. Well, well, for Lions, the master turner, he makes a lot of urns. Mm. Uh, so <clears throat> yeah, it's it's funny, but uh, the, it's and I, I'm not being so like crass when I say this, but there's a big market and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's one of the it's one of life's constants, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know Phil Lyons makes a lot of urns. Yeah. yeah. I'll never make them to sell. I couldn't do that. Um, I made me mum's and sisters. Um, that was heartbreaking. And uh, this will be hopefully the final one I do make. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's hard to know that, that someone's remains are going to be in that pot for the duration of the person's life who owns it. So, yeah. so yeah. it is quite hard to actually make them. I mean, it's not hard to make them, but it's hard to go through the process mentally yeah. to actually make them. Yeah. But I suppose it, you know, it gives the people who've got those urns a lot of comfort just knowing that, you know, they wanted those ashes with them and um, yeah. got it in something that looks really beautiful as well. 
Yeah. I'd, li I'd like to think so. I would like yeah. to think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, this question um, tell us something that the maker community doesn't know about you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a hard one. This is really a hard one. Um, because, I mean, I've tried to be as open as what I can do with everybody. So, they know me, they know the background and stuff like that. But, um, oh. This is going to be a doozer. I'd say uh, I've been an auxiliary nurse. Um, I was an auxiliary nurse for about three years. Right. Um, that's probably something that not a lot of people know about me. So that was like in like years and years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's about it, really. Everything else you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I'm not so nice guy. So yeah, <laughs> everyone's got their own opinion about me. So uh, yeah. So what hospital did you work at, Dave? It was um, a high dependency unit um, for elderly people as well. Um, it was uh, a respite from North Manchester General. Oh, right. Um, where obviously where you had um, North Manchester General, then you had the, the mental hall near the McCarran, the name of the word. Um, well, the name of the actual building itself. Mm -hmm. um, but any person that needed respite, in other words, when North Manchester General ran out of beds and they needed somebody else in there, they'd send them to respite. Yeah. Um, so I was, uh, well, I was the um, occupational therapist. All right. right. So cool. Yeah, so didn't then, know that. Well, well, there you go. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, a healthcare provider. Uh, mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's cool. well a worth a worthy job. Yeah, definitely. a worthy job. Yeah. Uh, so, is that, is that so that, those are the questions. Um, has anybody on the chat got anything they'd like to ask Dave whilst he's on? Um, but, if you but, want to put some questions in, but um, we, we hope that, that Dave's going to hang around for the whole podcast. Yes. Uh, if, yeah. if if you want to, Dave, you you are most welcome. And uh, when we're talking about what we've been up to, uh, please feel free to uh, join in whenever you want to, Dave, uh, with with anything. And if anyone's got any questions that they think of that we can ask Dave. Uh, yeah, we can uh, stop what we're saying for a minute or two and, and ask Dave. So, yeah, we'll try and keep Dave involved until uh, we shut down. Um, I'm just having a look at some of the comments. Um, Baz is on, Andy Pugh. Hi, Baz. Hi, Andy. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, Leona says she's shed building, so she's just dipping in and out. Um, Show off. Yeah. <laughs> Shedist. Uh Wood Turning Live with Steve Twidell says Chris, do you still look at the loo paper after the first wipe? No. Well, Steve, I need to refer you to the um the loo paper video on YouTube. Oh yeah, if you haven't yeah, seen that. If you've not yeah. seen that. Yeah, trail yeah. trail back because <laughs> it was a question. How does a blind man man know his bottom is clean? So I did a video about it and it's on my YouTube channel. Uh, JP says, how close is Dave to getting his shed? <sighs> I'm going to slap him. <laughs> <laughs> we had this conversation the other night. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a, a quarter there. <laughs> right. Okay. Quarter of the way. Um, well, I think w what we'll do, we'll, we'll carry on and chat about what we've been up to. Yeah. Um, so... I'd just like to say thank you very much, Dave, for joining us. It's been a real pleasure having you, and we're really glad you could join us. Um, just tell people where they can find you. Um, they can find me by knocking on my front door, if you know it, or there's um, there's YouTube, uh, Dave the Wood Barber, um, Instagram, Dave the Wood Barber, um, Facebook, Dave North. Um, I don't know, anything, anything like that, really. Okay. Please. Police most wanted. Anything wrong? Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't believe it. So, <laughs> subscribe to Dave. Please go and subscribe on his YouTube channel and his Instagram. Um, and uh, if you want to support his shed building, um, have a look at his GoFundMe campaign as well. Yes, if you've had a, an affluent week, go and throw him a couple of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much, Dave. I hope you'll stay with us as we. Uh, natter on yes but yeah uh please stay with us and uh those those uh answers you gave were were fascinating and yeah like everybody we know a little bit more about you yeah thank you very much for having me spooky no no, no, no. no, no hopefully we'll see you soon in uh, person as well yep 
definitely all right all right thanks dave hang around mate well do thank you cheers right then so um let's have a look uh naughty pumpkin says i wish i had a shed my lathe lives in my living room sheds aren't wheelchair accessible when you have a garden the size of a stamp yeah um so i think that's everything for now um welcome everybody anyway it's great to have you here um oh yeah wayne bigfoot woodcraft yes used to be a shed builder see there's all these skills that mm. need to be mixed around yes um so what have we done this week then what have you done this week christopher uh this week you mean last week yeah yeah henshaws yes that was last week yeah well okay yeah so yeah Hello. last last week yeah. i was asked to uh be guest speaker or a guest speaker at henshaw society for the blind now henshaw's society for the blind a bit long-winded uh it's one of the oldest charities in the country and it's celebrating its 180th year so they've been having uh, lots of uh, great events going and uh, originally they got in they found out about me uh i think they'd seen uh the bbc yeah this they um connected with you on twitter yeah after watching me on bbc yeah so they got in touch and said you know uh their their sort of like slogan is beyond expectations and they said you know i personify uh that and they got in touch and asked me if i'd like to be a judge for this year's award ceremony so i was on the judging panel i spent the day with them which was which was lots of fun and they treated me to dinner and lots of cups of tea anyway last thursday was the award ceremony at the midland hotel in manchester so for those of you that don't know that's where mr rolls and mr royce uh had their famous meeting and formed uh the rolls royce motor company in there uh it's a very old hotel lovely place uh cup of tea was about a tenner before we went in but then obviously you know it was fizz and drinks were free during the gig wasn't it but yeah uh yeah I had a great got up and told them a little bit about myself and what an honor it was and you know how inspiring uh you know all the the stories were about the both the nominees and the eventual winners uh some great people from all walks of life both service users and volunteers and professional uh professionals rather that provide support great event lovely afternoon tea we were sat in between the mayor of rochdale and the mayor of salford yeah so uh we were going around feeling all the uh, the chains of office made out of solid gold and uh they were amazing weren't they and there's the mayor of manchester was there the lord mayor of manchester well, yeah there was the lord mayor of manchester and then there were the mayors of all the different regions um, and boroughs count councils yeah yeah the, so we sat i sat next to the mayor of salford's consort yes um and you sat next to the mayor of rochdale yeah so it was an awesome afternoon we were there for a couple of hours had a great great afternoon uh and yeah it was a great honor to be asked to go up and speak so yeah and we met uh when i was on radio four about well it's a couple of months ago mm. now uh there was a, a blind poet. the blind poet dave uh he was on the same program as me in touch and he was there he was actually the compare of the ceremony yeah so we were having a chat and we're going to meet up and have a coffee uh, in the near future and uh maybe uh do something together you know mm. a bit of poetry uh and he's an award-winning poet blind poet well, he's got three, three books. books three he's books doing out. a tour of america yeah book tour book of america tour. yeah um but he did a really good job hosting that event. yeah it was natural wasn't it yeah because mm. he's got um retinitis pigmentosa so he's got no sight in his left eye and he just has like a very tunnel mm vision in his 3%. right eye three percent so yeah. he could see he was reading from notes so he could see his notes but um with great difficulty it must have been quite a difficult job and yeah. he, but he did a really good job and he was there with his guide dog uh 
cute uh, Labrador, wasn't it? Forget his name. Christopher. Christopher, that's it. Yeah, how can I forget? <laughs> but yeah, there was quite a lot of guide dogs there, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, an award ceremony for the blind and visually yeah. impaired. Well, there was Tilly, there was Trudy. Yeah, Paddy. Paddy, Christopher. But, but only Bamba. one German Shepherd. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. going, whoa, German Shepherd. <laughs> You know, their bamba head and shoulders above the others. They felt it's, so small compared to It's him. quite funny, though, when you go somewhere and there are so many guide dogs. Yeah. You, you know that technically there's going to be a lot because most, well, and, you know, a lot of it's, blind it, people it's have a guide It's comforting dog. for me to know that, you know, they, they all have that cheeky element. A lot of them weren't sitting when they were told <laughs> and pulling their owners across the room to go and see another dog. And you're thinking, oh, it's not just mine then. <laughs> So uh, well, there was one bit towards the end where Dave said to Christopher, "Lie down." Yeah. Well, he was doing his hands movement, whatever you yeah. do to get them to lie down, yeah. and you could just see Christopher going, "Nah, not going to happen." I'll sit down, but I'm not lying down. Yeah. I'll do it in my own good time. Yeah, they, they knew. Yeah, even even the down. guide dogs knew it was a special <laughs> afternoon, and and the important thing is they don't do this. Uh, uh, kerfuffle when they're out and about working they know they're so clever yeah and they knew that it was a great afternoon and it was a bit of playtime they, they know they're so clever when they're out and about and you've got i think it's a lot to do with your tone as well when yeah. you're out yeah you know and when you're working them they know and they're yeah. on it but then yeah they were all misbehaving it's funny <laughs> yeah to a lesser degree or it was not. a good event though it was i'm gonna sneeze i think I it was nicola's sneeze. nicola keeps wanting to sneeze uh, so if she does sorry i'll try not to sneeze if, down she, the if she does apologize but you you suffer with allergies and things yeah so, uh yeah um, but i enjoyed it because i was sat next to the mayor of Salford's consort mm. and he was a funny guy um he was an ex-gp uh retired mm. Mm. um and um he just had a very dry sense of yeah humor. he was yeah he was he was very funny a great guy to talk to uh so not very pc not very pc <laughs> so so uh, we had a good laugh we did have a good laugh. oh and the food the food was good oh yeah your typical afternoon tea yeah. selection of sandwiches finger sandwiches and little cakes and scones with clotted cream and jam and yeah. lots of pots of tea yeah. and things like that and uh we had uh, a glass of champagne at the start of the well you had your orange juice yeah you you're uh, non-alcoholic orange juice yeah. but great afternoon yeah well it was it well was. worth the uh, trip really yeah. so hopefully uh you know that's not the end of me and henshaws <laughs> thank you for the tissue is that <laughs> t plus g <laughs> yeah i've got a stash i have a stash yeah yeah, um, so. yeah, that was good. And then um, Charlie came in too for Father's Day, although he wasn't here on Sunday, but no. we did an early Father's Day. Yeah, well, uh, whilst uh, Charlie's been at college, he's had a part-time job. Uh, he's a kitchen assistant at a Booper Care home, uh, which is, you know, he loves. So he, you know, does a lot of the food prep and he makes the sandwiches mm. and he's acquiring some very useful skills yeah isn't he? yeah he's, yeah he's actually starting <laughs> you know uh you know uh getting involved in the kitchen so it's helping his confidence a lot because we've said he's an introvert and you know he's quite shy but his confidence is coming on yeah. and also more importantly it's paying for his flight well helping pay towards his private pilot's license yeah. so he's earning money he's gaining confidence he actually he was working on Sunday, so that's why he came on Saturday. He bought me a lovely bottle of mead, Moniac mead, uh, and he actually he was the last one in the kitchen and shut up, didn't he? Yeah. I don't mean verbally shut up. Yeah. He closed shop. Yeah. Uh, so shut up, yeah, shut they're, up. they're actually leaving him to stay behind now and and make sure the place is uh, clean and tidy. And yeah, he locked up, so that's really cool. Very proud of you. Right, before we go on to anything else, Christine and Michael Hesseltine. Hi, guys. I was told off for patting a service dog recently as she had a harness that said not to distract her. Mm. Um, well. Ah, yesterday. Yeah. Um, it, is a, it is a funny one. Um, technically, if, say, Chris has got Bamba and Bamba's fully harnessed up and Chris Can I just reiterate, it's not a funny one. It's very serious. Yeah, right? I know it's serious, but I'm just trying to sort of make it a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a funny one. 
let's rephrase that. Okay. It's Go on, then. it's 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 something uh, that uh, people need educating on, but it, that can be done in a lighthearted mm. way. Uh, but yeah, tell the story of yesterday then. In uh... um, yeah, we went um, to a garden centre called Bent's massive place um we're wandering through um with bamba and um just having a look at stuff and well there were a couple of people who tried it but this one guy sort of um i don't know clicked his fingers or whistled to bamba um and obviously bamba at that point was working so he was guiding me through yeah. through the aisles and it's the garden center of the year every year it gets voted best garden center place is huge he spent millions on the place so we're navigating through the indoor part yeah uh, and obviously i'm focused on getting through let's call the aisles and the corridors that are there so focused on working and this guy's going all right mate come on oh ain't he lovely so yeah what did i do you said um that was nice yeah you said um oh you're not allowed to do that i just well i said excuse me mate and he went, yeah i said you can't do that yeah he went, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. He said, but he said he's so cute, and well, <laughs> well you just you, you just can't help it. So I said, well, I said if that harness is being held, uh, I said, and he's working, and I'm being guided. I said, you know, you've got serious safety implications by trying to get his attention. Mm. Uh, and I said, I've got no vision at all. So. It's, and he was apologetic. I said, anyway, now now we've we've educated you. I said, do you want to say hello to him? He said, oh, yeah, and he gave him a hug. Uh, and I gave the guy a biscuit, and uh, he, he asked Bamba to sit and then gave him a biscuit. But... Yeah. It is tricky because I can understand it because when um, Dave came over with Christopher, mm. I just wanted to stroke him because, you mm. know, it was a different dog and mm. I wanted to say hello um but obviously you know i know the implication for chris so i said to dave is it all right if i say hello to christopher um but it is a tricky one because people love um they, they love the dogs and yeah. you know guide dogs are a pretty a pretty rarefied breed of dog and, and the um, doggy elites yeah know, and people trade. just yeah. it's just a reaction it is a reaction. i know it's wrong and i know people need to think about it Mm. Um, but I can understand to a degree why people do it. Although, you know, if you were crossing the road, that would be well. I've had the people, I've had people do it to me out on the pavement. Yeah, you know, right know, next, know. right next to the road. So, uh, yeah. Well, shall I shall just give our lovely listeners <laughs> just the very basics. If you see a guide dog and his harness is being held, and the the guide dog and its owner are in motion do not get the attention of the person or the dog yeah if they've stood somewhere in a queue in the supermarket you know uh and the stood by all means say is it all right i never ever say no if i'm if i'm mm. stood and you know the guide dogs organization is trying to promote more interaction mm. but please please don't do it if the harness is being held and guide dog and owner are in motion that's a really for you know it's a it's a very big taboo really mm. because i'm concentrating hard bamba's concentrating hard uh and it's only you know the guide dog's training that stops the dog pulling the owner onto the floor because bamba's so strong mm. you know i'm a big lad but you know he wouldn't pull me over but he's caught me unawares just on his lead in the garden when he's seen a cat uh so that's it lesson over so yeah anyway. um but uh brain Fizz says i understand people wanting to speak to bamba but it's still pretty rude to ignore you and talk to bamba instead yeah that happens all the time as well yeah um well they ask nicola yeah how, yeah. how old is he how old's the blind man can he talk yeah it's well i mean i i think um hi richard by the way sorry i think with people sort of i mean we, we have some people who will kind of they'll come up when say we're in the supermarket and they'll go 
they might they might say can i stroke your dog mm. and then it's all oh you're such a lovely boy and stroke 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 and then they just walk off yeah they don't even say anything to you no, no. and I, I do think that's like <laughs> it's i can't i find that quite difficult mm. um and a bit sad um who are worse kids or adults when it comes to distractions adults, adults. kids will stand there and they'll you, you might hear them saying at oh, a distance look at yeah. that dog look at that dog yeah but it's the parents they, they don't yeah. come up and just approach no it's adults. usually we say to the children if we hear one of them and you can see they're itching to stroke bamba we'll say do you want to do you want to say hello won't yeah. we yeah because um, lots of kids say what a big dog look at that big doggy <laughs> So I, I, I'll say I'll stop walking then and say, "Don't come and say hello." Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but, you know. But yeah, adults are the worst. Going, "Hey, boy, how you doing? <laughs> come on!" And I'm going, "Christ, what are you doing?" Um, Dave the Wood Barber says, "Chris, you should stro stroke their faces and say you're reading their spots as Braille." <laughs> yeah. Um, Baz says Henshaw's do was Morris there. Didn't. I don't know who, who Morris is. He's he's he runs the the uh, the sale. Oh right, you know, where I'll be speaking yes, in January. yes. So no, I wasn't wasn't no, introduced to Morris. Nobody came over. No. Um, uh, Christine and Michael say I do understand and thank you for explaining. The dog I spoke to was lying on a blanket next to a sighted owner in a wheelchair in church. Um, well, in that case, if they've told you off. I think shame on them. Well, yeah, if it's just lying on. If it's just like, it. yeah, I I've never done that and never would do that. I only get a bit <clears throat> when pe when I'm actually working and we're we're both doing something that is uh, that involves an element of safety for us both. Yeah. But if the dog is not working and laid down, I hope they didn't snap at you. And if they did, shame on them. Um, Naughty Pumpkin say she suffers from people doing the does she take sugar scenario. Um, mm. It drives me up the wall. Yeah. I, well, what I tend to do, if someone starts talking to me, I'll just go ask him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I and tend then they go, to do. Oh, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, <laughs> our bloody dog is running to the kitchen when Chris is whistling. <laughs> That's really mean. <laughs> um, Valerie has quite often paid for things whilst in her wheelchair and they give me the change instead. <laughs> That's how I afford to buy my tools. Oh, wow, Valerie. <laughs> hey, keep encouraging yeah, that. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> Dave says our dog is a loony. Um, so I think that's uh, that's everything um so yeah so that was henshaw's and bent's mm. um fa we've done father's day and um charlie's doing some work experience as well isn't he oh yeah well he's finished now he spent the whole week doing work experience at barton airfield which is where he's studying uh, for his pilot's license uh, for those of you that don't know barton airfield just outside eccles in manchester was the first commercial airport in the country. So another first for Eccles and its surrounding areas. Oh, yes. Uh, and for those of you that didn't know, Eccles and Barton, uh, Eccles had the first ever canal in the country, uh, Duke of Bridgewater. First ever swing bridge, swing bridge and swing aqueduct at Barton there yeah. uh, over the Manchester Ship Canal. AV Row, the famous aircraft manufacturer, Avro Lancaster, etc lived in Eccles, Gardner Diesel Engines, Naismith that invented the steam hammer, which is the forerunner to all power hammers. Eccles Cakes. Eccles Cakes. Yeah. Yeah, quite a famous like place. Eccles so, cakes. yeah, his work experience, he was in the control tower. He was on uh, fog check. He was checking for fog, and then he was checking for foreign objects and debris on the runways called FOD. Well, it's an acronym short. Uh, he went out with the fire and rescue uh, team, went over to the heliport where Greater Manchester Police have their helicopter and the air ambulance. Mm -hmm. 
uh you want in the hangers and while he's doing all of this he's taking down registrations <laughs> yeah so uh yeah he's a big he's a big playing geek he's charlie yeah so uh he, he loved it and he got a certificate uh and uh yeah but uh that's where he's learning to fly anyway so i'm sure it, everyone will be giving when he's there now for a lesson the, a lot of people will now be going all right charlie how you doing mate <laughs> so uh yeah he loved it he had a great time um david mcclernan says hi guys are you doing any demos this week smiley face smiley face uh yes yes <laughs> we're going to uh sorry <laughs> croydon croydon yes we're going down to uh croydon we'll be leaving here friday morning uh and be setting up camp in a premier inn no doubt is it uh no it's not this time Oh right! Ooh, mm. travel lodge. No, just a B and B. Um, not sure, but anyway, anyway, it's yeah. not a premier and it's not a travel lodge. Right. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're getting down there on Friday, uh, and we shall uh, set up camp, uh, and then Saturday morning we can get to the demo, nice and early set up, and and yeah, have a great day. So yeah, looking forward to that. So yeah, we're off on our travels again this weekend. Love it though. Um, I don't know if um, David Julie's, um, thank you, safe trip, guys. Have a lovely time, David says. Mm. Um, I don't know if David Julie's on at the minute, but um, you had a package, didn't you, from Denmark? Yes, uh, four square blocks that need uh, ripping down into pen blanks of palisander. So it smells wonderful. Dr. D, thank you so very much, and uh, a big hug for uh, Tova as well, David's partner. So, yeah, I've got some nice palisander uh, pen blanks, just need ripping down into the long uh, rectangular uh, Dewberries blocks. So, yes, lovely, smells great, feels great, can't wait, and then make some lovely pens then. Yeah. It's all the way from Denmark. Um, I think we've got a trip to Axminster tomorrow. Trip to Axminster tomorrow. Yes, I need a new bandsaw blade. I need some blanks. Yeah. Need to get a couple of other bits for you know what, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. What? Need a couple of other bits. Need another face shield, don't we, just in case? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, yeah, right, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, so... Uh, so yes. tomorrow you've got a talking turning and tea live yes tomorrow night talking turning and tea live so because uh i've uh got uh some new things to show you in the workshop well newish uh not massively exciting but worthy additions <laughs> yeah we might have some more by the time might be something comes tomorrow yeah and uh Yeah, Axminster trip. Yeah. But yeah, people have been asking, where's my sticker? Where's my sticker? Oh, yeah. So we've got that, the big board that was behind the video uh, last week. Uh, and I have got a thinner sort of like board uh, that was probably out of shot with some more stickers on. And I've got stickers on some cabinets and things. So I'll be trying to track down the rest of the stickers, but it'll be talking, turning and tea. Yeah. And stickers. Live talking, turning teen stickers. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, because I think I posted a picture on uh, Chris's Instagram of the board where we've added some of the make this year's Maker mm. Central stickers. Um, but there's another one, and there are other stickers in different places in the workshop as well. So mm. hopefully, everything that we've had is um, in the workshop. I know there was somebody said, oh, I can't see mine, and I i didn't know whether we'd got it up, but we'll check. So anyway, if after we've done the sticker tour tomorrow and you don't see yours, I've lost it. If you say, that's not there, and you've definitely had one, I apologise, I've probably lost it. No, they'll all, they'll all be there. They'll all be there, Nicola says. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steve says, oh, secrets. <laughs> Well, should it's we just, tell them? It's not. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. Um, we were just going to wait to make sure it had all gone. It had happened. Should we tell them? Go on then. Uh, 
Right, you're gonna you, a couple of people do know, but uh, I'm shortly going to be assessed for my RPT. So uh, they've they've been in touch. They've had uh, the application. They've seen examples of my work. Uh, I've got my sponsors who are current RPTs, uh, and they've been in touch saying the and and I'm not getting any shortcuts or uh, any sympathy because I'm blind. I'm going through the same process that a sighted woodturner does to get the RPT accreditation. They've they've sent uh, some documentation through. Uh, telling us what to expect and they've said that the the assessment will be rigorous but is not meant to be intimidating uh but uh they said is there anything that chris wants us to know because we've never had to we've never assessed a blind guy before so straight from the horse's mouth if i'm successful i will the country's first and up to date and up to this date only blind Master, RPT. yeah, RPT accredited master turner. So, wish me luck, folks. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, Steve says RPT is a pet hate, I'm afraid. <laughs> is that Steve Twidell? Yeah, well, maybe, but you've got to appreciate for a blind guy, it's a huge deal. Yeah, well, um, I think other people have said, you know, it's people have said it's not a big deal for some people, but. Obviously, for you, it's... Well, the person that said them exact words to me, I said, yeah, but for a blind guy, it's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. And he said, I completely get that, and that's why he'd mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sorry if, if RPT is a pet hate, <laughs> but if you're coming from my standpoint, where I'm not supposed to be able to do what you guys can do, uh, again, it's another way that I'm pushing the envelope. Uh, and yeah, for me, it's a massive deal. I cannot stress that enough to be to get that accreditation. Uh, you know, by going through the same assessment as a sighted woodturner, and to be the to be the only one of my type in the country, it's a huge deal. Mm. So, I get that people uh, aren't that uh, fussed about it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, but I am. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, T slaps G guessing I should not have suggested that Chris makes a double decker toilet roll holder <laughs> <laughs> um, lots of people saying best of luck uh, Leona Faye, Baz T plus G um, Steve says yes absolutely you know me mate behind you all the way uh, Wagger, awesome bro. Hope you pass praying for you. Sai, you don't need luck. You've got skill on your side. Um, Naughty Pumpkin, good luck with the assessment. Brain fizz, good for you. If someone else doesn't want it, that's up to them. Um, Steve Twidell, except when you're on the toilet 10 times a day, not behind you then. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to be. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Steer clear. Mm. Um Baz said, uh, when are you doing another Nick Agar bowl? That last one was very cool. Which, the Basingstoke one? Um, I used to laughing at stuff. <laughs> you have to tell me everything. You can't sit there giggling. <laughs> I know, it's just sometimes people write stuff. And Go on, then. Dave the Wood Barber, is that the RPT runny poo time, Steve? It is. I'm going to be accredited in, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, dear. Right. Um, so, yeah, sorry, Baz, is that the the Viking bowl I did in Basingstoke called the one that I did at home well, a few it's weeks the, ago? Well, it's the same kind of principle, isn't it? Yeah, but he said the one. Which was... one do you like, Baz? Um, whilst we're waiting for that, um, on the podcast next week, drum roll is... Brrr. Mr. Jamie Page. Oh, everybody, Jamie Page is coming. Oh. Mr. Jamie Page. Jamie Page. Um, I mean, what has Jamie ever done for us? <laughs> and you, Dave. What have you ever done for us? 
He's still there, Dave. Yeah, he's he's on. Mute. Yeah, I'm still here. I just oh, yeah. Mute. Yeah, what have you ever done for us? <laughs> Nothing. Back from a pen and a goblet and support us. I mean, honestly, come on. <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He's they... rotten. He's rotten. Oh, man. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's banter. It's banter. Uh, you better get used to it for when you're demonstrating. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. So, uh... <coughs> yeah, Jamie Page. Everyone knows Jamie, don't they? Yeah. JP Woodward. <coughs> yes. Right then. So, anything else you'd well, like? Well, you've to... not mentioned of anything that's, you know, Anything what? That you've done? I've not done anything this week. Spent a bit of time in the garden with the coriander and the tomatoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my coriander and tomatoes are ready to go, so um, I've donated some to the neighbours. Um, Did I've you got, take them around? Yeah. All right. Okay. I've got some more to donate to other neighbours. Um, so the greenhouse, I've kind of emptied it out a bit. I've put some of the stuff outside now. Um, Pots and your fern. Yeah, tell them about that uh, beautiful shed greenhouse combo you saw. Oh, yeah. It's not like your yeah. dream garden building, really, now, isn't it? That? Yeah. Um, well, we keep talking about summer houses, don't we? But yeah. I mean, it's that's on the back burner. Um, but we're just mooching at bents around all the summer houses and sheds. Yeah. And there was one, uh, it wasn't a summer house, it was the front half, was it was all wooden, was kind of a greenhouse. And then there was a door at the back, which was like a little shed. And I just thought it was such a great idea. Yeah, so it's intended to be half enclosed shed. Yeah. And half greenhouse. It's all made out of, it felt like the same wood. Yeah. Uh, so the greenhouse was really great quality. Real glass in it, as opposed to Perspex. Uh, lovely timber framing to the greenhouse. Mm. Uh, and then it had shelving and staging in it. And mm. then further on... This is yeah, I I I thought it felt all like Narnia and Secret Garden. Yeah. You open this little door and then you're into your shed. What a great idea to combine yeah. the two. Yeah. So you can keep all your your clutter and stuff that doesn't look pretty in your shed. Yeah. And then on on the staging and shelving in the greenhouse, you've got all of the the lovely plants and herbs and things. Yeah, it was, a great, it was a great idea. idea. Mm. So that's on the uh, <laughs> the wish list. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not from Bents though. <laughs> no, no, it's a great garden centre, yeah. but you do pay for the privilege. Um, Baz said the Viking, awesome one. Uh, Wayne Bigfoot Woodcraft says, shame I will miss next week's as I am on afternoons. We'll watch it next morning though. Um, David McLernan would love to send Chris some wood from the dark hedges in Northern Ireland, made famous by Game of Thrones. Oh. That sounds funky. Yeah, far be it from me to turn down the offer of free wood. That sounds lovely. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. That's um, lovely. So, anything else? Can you hear the bells out there, folks? Yeah, it's, it's the uh, second Monday. Um, they play the bells every other Monday. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything now that we need to uh, mention that's up and coming obviously we're still working through the axminster demos uh got the axminster visit tomorrow yeah so i can tell you all now tomorrow uh as part of the assessment obviously your workshop uh that gets assessed as, uh, along with my turning <clears throat> the workshop has to be compliant with uh health and safety and ppe and all that sort of stuff so We've not had a date as to when the assessor's coming. They just need to find a regional assessor. So I'm going to get a, a new face shield uh, and uh, some other bits and bobs. I've I've got safety goggles and things like that. Mm. Uh, but I could do really with a spare face shield just in case the assessor wants to wear a face shield. I've got goggles and we've got spare smocks. Uh You'll see them tomorrow on the Talking Turn and Tea Live, but I've just had two metal cabinets come today that I just uh, constructed, very, very simple assembly. So obviously they're Kosh compliant metal cabinets for flammables, and we're just waiting for some uh, flammable uh, liquid stickers. Uh, I've already got a first aid kit and a fire distinguisher. Uh, so yeah, we're just 
trying to make sure that the workshop is fully compliant because you're going for an accreditation for a professional turner. It has to be, you know, uh, in line with their regulations, mm. you know, so PPE uh, and general safety. It's got to be tidy. Uh, what else? You know, they want it to be an, an, a nice workshop. They know that workshops get in the heat of battle, get, you yeah. know, covered and filthy, but we just want it to be uh, decent for when they get there. So, yeah, I think it takes about two hours, Martin was saying. Mm. So it's an interview. They want to watch me turn. They check your accounts. This is for anyone that's considering going through it themselves. Obviously, obviously they check your work. They want to see you turn. They want to see examples of your work when they come, although they've already had uh, photographs submitted. Obviously, you have to be sponsored by two current RPTs. Uh, and for those of you thinking, one of them isn't Martin. Uh, and Sai uh, so saying tape on the floor. Tape on the floor. Well, uh, we haven't we haven't got tape on the floor. I've got there's a cable. We've got uh, we've got I've got a cable that runs across part of the workshop, and that's taped down. There's no trip hazards. Mm. Uh, and everything like that so yeah it will be checked i'll be checking i'll be doing quality assurance on the workshop yeah um steve says um are you turning a ring for caitlin the cat's collaboration um he says cat the 14 year old turner is asking turners to turn a ring so she can make a chain i haven't been asked well steve asking you now well, he's asking me now yeah just read that question again. Oh, that's that. Are you going to turn a ring for Caitlin the cat's collaboration? Um, cat, the 14-year-old turner, is asking turners to turn a ring so she can make a chain. He's turning one for it live tonight. All right. Okay. So if you at a loss for anything to do this evening, Wood Turning Live with Steve Twidell will be live at 9, 9.30, Steve. Um, and uh, it's turning the ring. the ring, so what like a wedding ring? A eh? yeah. no, I think it must be a bigger ring than that. She's put it's a bit a video she's put out. I'll have a look for it. Yeah, it's normal rings, by the way. You won't say any fingers. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. ring finger ring side. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, we'll have a look. Are you doing one? Um, never made one before, so I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry, uh, Steve just put a um, 100 millimeter ring, so obviously it's bigger. Oh, right, okay. Oh, so four inches. Uh, 100 mil, okay. I'll have a look for that on a Facebook page, okay. And Steve's on live at nine o'clock. Um, okay. Cool, thank you, Steve. Right then. Right then, so anyway, let's just have, uh, have a mention about Matthew. Yes, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew. My, uh, I've, I've, I've texted him today. Matthew, uh, and bear in mind his surname is T for Tango, S for Sierra, E for Echo, Matthew Ze. Uh, so the Hong Kong, uh, well, the student originally from Hong Kong, now living in Lancaster while he studies. Yeah, he starts Wednesday. I've been in touch with him today. He's just had his end of year exams, so he's... Yeah, he's all set to go. He's been in touch. We've confirmed. So when his train gets in at about 9.30 on Wednesday morning, we'll go and pick him up because he's going to have a camera and a tripod and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so we, we'll be filming our first video together on Wednesday. So that should be fun. Great lad, great lad. Uh, and hopefully the video should look pretty smart and slick. Uh, so, yeah. Just wondering, should I make a hundred millimeter ring? Well, you could do. Um, thanks, Wayne the Wood Turner. He said, hundred mil OD, ninety right. mil ID, right, twenty mil wide. Right. Okay. Just write that down. I've written it down. Right, yeah. Okay. What hmm. does OD mean? Outside diameter. Inside diameter. Yeah. And twenty-five mil wide. Twenty mil. Oh, sorry. Thought you said twenty-five. Twenty mil. So three quarter of an inch wide. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. 
Uh, yeah, cool, Mike, mate. One of them. Nan, 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 I'll ones. put. Um, I'll find the link as well, and when I do the um, uh, the official write up for the uh, video, I'll put it in the um, the notes as well. Mind you, I've got a piece of wood big enough for that. <laughs> We're going to Axminster tomorrow. Well, we might not have a, a spindle blank big enough. For oh, that. Right, okay. Uh, we'll see. Might not be a video. Uh, but I'll be filming a video on Wednesday anyway. Uh, but it might not be the ring video. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Well, I think that's more or less us done, isn't it? What time are we on now? Um, 25 to 9. 25 to so 9. So Steve needs to get off and go and get ready for yeah, his yeah, Steve, good turning uh, line. Yes, uh, off you go. We'll go and make your ring. We're going to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to listen to you making a ring, Steve. Yeah, because last time we did it on the TV. Yeah. We logged onto YouTube on the TV and you could, you found the chat. The comment, yeah, yeah, the yeah. chat came up, yeah. So that's cool. Uh, right, so we'll, we'll, we're going to head off now, folks. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, and uh, A special thank you to Dave Barber um, for joining us as our guest today. Um, it was great to have you on, Dave, and thank you so much for uh, chatting with us and um, hopefully we'll see you um, at some point in the not-too-distant future. Yep, thank you. It's been great. No, thank you. Appreciate Dave. it. Thank you. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. Thank you very much for being such a, a great guest and sharing uh, a little bit of your make-a-life with yeah. our listeners. So thank you so very much, Dave. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Keep on turning and keep on rocking, mate. Thank you. So, uh, yes, they have it, Dave, the wood barber, uh, really, really nice guy. And, you know, he's got the ability to go as far as he wants to, really, I think. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he's uh, get on the demo circuit in the not too distant future <laughs> yeah, yeah. with his cheeky banter. Yeah. Right then. Well, we shall say goodnight to you all. Um, thank you for being here. Thanks for listening, watching um and uh, live talking turning chatting. in tea yeah uh live talking turning tea tomorrow on the blindwood turner channel so yeah i'll just explain what i've been up to regarding the rpt prep in the workshop and show you the cabinets okay uh and the stickers and we'll just uh, have a giggle and uh, cup, of tea. cup of tea so yeah it's uh it's all about the wood turning tomorrow really all right then all right well bye everyone love Good you night. love you all dearly thank you so very much don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. And that goes for Dave's channel as well. Yeah. Bye all. Thank you very much. Bye, Bye. Dave.